Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the movie trivia showdown. It's the Inner Geekdom Tournament. It's the quarterfinals. I am Christian Harloff, joined as always by Mark Ellis. Mark, this is a match that I think some people would have said, "All right, yeah, this this new guy, Barbarian, he might he might get there." I don't think people were looking at the Mad Hatter. I don't think people were looking at John Humphreys and going, "Oh yeah, yeah, he's he's going to make it in the second round." But boy, did he ever! What a performance he had against Janine the Machine in the first round. Well, you can teach an old dog new tricks, Christian, because you and I finally learned our lesson after his amazing performance, what is now legendary, in that free-for-all. And since then, we've regarded John Humphrey as a threat to win any match he's in, regardless of division. And then when you look at what both him and Alba have had early success in this tournament, it's like, oh, now he's got a great partner to kind of quiz each other with. This guy could actually run the table here. But then you look at the other side of the ledger, Christian, and the Barbarian. Not much is known about his background. It's kind of like Dr. Moreau right down to the little companion hanging out on his shoulder. If John Humphrey wants to continue in this tournament, he's going to have to go deep into the barbarian's jungle. Well, you talk about idiots. I'll bring up Bobby Gucci. You didn't bring up idiots, but I will. Um, look, the thing is with him uh, that you hate to, to do is you got to give him credit because right. even though I think people do that, well, of course, he's he's a great manager. He's got Merle and Roca and, and Riley and Bateman. Yeah, but he also drafted Demolanta. He also drafted the barbarian when no one else did. Other people could have drafted them. They have been... Incredible. We saw what Demolanta has done in the Star Wars division, right? And you look at the Barbarian. Barbarian has won two matches in two different divisions. Only the only thing, Ben Goddard has two victories in teams, which so far the Barbarian does not. However, he has been a force. But Koish Andrew, myself included, thought it was a risky move and a, and a kind of a head scratcher. And he's like, I'm putting the real rejects in the Inner Geekdom tournament. And he says, yeah, watch. Watch what they do. And you're like, okay, Coy, uh, probably see you next season. And that's wrong because both John Humphreys and Greg Alba advanced to the second round. So now we see Humphreys versus Barbarian. If you would have told me, Mark, this match was happening, you know, two months ago, I mean, this is going to be a blowout. I don't know. I don't know. I, after seeing what John Humphreys did in that last match, I don't know. Yeah, and when you talk about the clash of style between competitors, you also have to look at their managers. Now, Coy, I don't know why he made the decision to put these two guys into this tournament. Maybe it's the plucky optimism that he gleaned from all those picture books that he reads, but maybe, just maybe, it was a nugget of wisdom, and that was clearly borne fruit so far. Now, on the other side of the ledger, yes, we hate giving Bobby Gucci credit for anything, but Christian, the Finstock Exchange, they are just as charged as his walkie-talkies right now. That's very true. Look, he's a great manager. He is. He's. He's done it time and time again. He picks the right choices. He knows how to talk to his competitors. He knows how to get them amped up. And we're getting amped up. And we're going to show you how we got to this quarterfinal matchup right now. Here we go. Shows. When you're in the schmo you got to learn the multitask. I'm talking to you guys in the shower right now. It's feels not that the day. And your winner! This is where I learned to put John from the moment I recruited him. And now digitally proud of this man. I've seen this guy going up against me kooky hat and his mallet or his axe or whatever that thing is I've got what so the barbarian's a different person Elvis and I believe that John the Maddest Hatter Humphrey is a stand-up member of society but we also firmly believe that this Schmodown society needs to change in order to play against people like Parkers and the Kalinowskis and even the Brandon Hannas of the world, we're going to need to get better. And we have time to get better. And we're only going to get better. When we best Mr. Hatter and continue our undefeated streak, we will prove to Harloff and Ellis that we truly know what the society should be. John Humphrey is an genius, but he started this as an underdog. Greg Alba was a play-in match, and he played like a champion. I am so impossibly proud of both these gentlemen. I can't wait to see John Humphrey go all the way, because we've raged against the machine. We have battled the warfather, and now we're going to civilize the barbarian. Hope you all ready. And that belt. Sayonara, gotcha, suckers. None of these movies are in the inner geekdom, you know? Elvis and I have seen what Mr. Hatter can do. For that, I tip my hat to you, Mr. Hatter. But as you see underneath, 
there is another hat. Because anything you can do, we can do better. Thank you once again to the great Nerd Chronic for that wonderful promo. As we see John Humphreys, the Barbarian, we're ready to go head-to-head, and this is the standings as of today. We can see because of the two victories of the Real Rejects that the Quirky Mercs have moved up a bit in the standings, and that's where the Finstock Exchange lands as of today. So this is a big match, obviously, for both. It's a bigger match, I think, for the quirky mercs because they want to get more ground getting to that first place level yeah i think this is huge right now for the quirky mercs and look we love giving nerd chronic credit for his editing skills i think that might have been his best work yet simply because i know how much material these fellas gave him to work with and for him to chop it down into a timely concise little promo package my hat's off to you as always bud all right well mark before we get a chance to see our two competitors in this highly anticipated quarterfinal match we're going to talk to the manager of the quirky mercs koi jandrew and the manager of the finstock exchange bobby gucci uh all right gentlemen let's start with you koi you guys have been here before going up against a manager like uh bobby gucci there koi and the barbarian who is a highly touted uh rookie how do you feel going into this matchup here today I feel good. Uh, I, I like playing against Gucci because I like watching his management stylings. I have a lot of respect for him as a manager. Uh, I, I feel like he's my Tyler Durden in a very strange way, in a very specific <laughs> way. Uh, but the thing I really enjoy about the way the matches have been going is being the underdog going into these matches. It's a lot like Wade Wilson. It's a lot like being a quirky Mark is people think Deadpool's one character, but he's got a lot of heart underneath all that sass. He's not just a running dick joke. He's a lot of human. And that's the beauty thing, beautiful thing about my, my faction is everyone thinks they're only good at one thing. Everyone thinks they're one specific thing. But each and every member of my faction has shown there's so much more than that. And I'm so proud of John Humphrey. And I think he's going to keep showing that today. He's all heart. He's all knowledge. And he can back it up with humor. And he cuts some of the best promos in quarantine. All right, Gooch, listen, uh, you guys have proven you've, you've held the top of the heap here for a bit. The Barbarian, a highly tatted rookie, has not lost this season. However, John Humphrey has also not lost in the inner geekdom. We've seen what you were in that free-for-all, and we saw what he did back in 2017. The guy is surprising. How are you feeling about him? I mean, look, I've never underestimated these guys. Uh, Coy's got a great team, and I think it was a great decision by putting the rejects in there. Like you said, their comedic value, but their knowledge is there as well. These guys are surprising, and we know that. I mean, look, but he's the barbarian. He's just like Ivan Drago in Rocky IV. Whatever he hits... He destroys. I mean, and that's it. I mean, look, you got to look what these guys have been doing in the tournament. Uh, Demolanta, I mean, obviously Emily stumbled, but, uh, you know, Barbarian, how he, you know, rolled through Lavic. We, we're, I mean, we're there. Our five and six players have more points than half other teams. You know what I mean? And that's like brass tacks facts. So we're, we're happy where we're at. And uh, like I said, any, uh, any more victories in these tournaments uh, is icing on the cake at this point. You know, Christian, I've noticed a trend with some of these managers, and clearly we see Gucci with his little green orb like he's the Goblin King from Labyrinth. Koi, do you have a good luck charm that you work with as well, and is it that RDJ pillow behind you? Well, you see, I go thematically. Today we're playing in the Inner Geekdom, so I've got Iron Man and I've got the fat guy with the toilet paper, Matt Damon from Deadpool 2. <laughs> just behind my head, we also have Wolverine as a sleeper agent, so I'm, I'm prepared with my guys. Christian, these guys are dorks, and they coach a, a couple great dorks, and we're dorks, so let's just, it's a dorkathon. All right, well, thank you to both uh, Bobby Gucci and Corey. I'm going to drop you guys into the waiting room here as we get ready for the match. But, Mark, they play the winner of Chance Ellison and Parker. That is a big, uh, it's a big match either way, but this is the one in front of them now. This is the one they have to concentrate on. Mark, are you ready? Oh, yeah, Christian. I mean, we've seen with these managers, even in those little post-game interviews, they, they seem cool, calm, and collected, but I'm detecting a little bit of nerves as we keep progressing. The passion is there. Let's see who's got more knowledge. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia schmodown. Three rounds in the Inner Geekdom Division quarterfinals of the tournament. Introducing first, representing... The Finstock Exchange. 
with a record of one win, no defeats in the Inner Geekdom Division. This is the Barbarian. Yeah. The music, the music is blazing through as there he is. Wow. The one, the only, Barbarian making his way through with Elvis, of course. Elvis over his left shoulder. Barbarian, how are you feeling? You are undefeated so far this season in both singles and inner geekdom. How do you feel as you go up against the Mad Hatter, John Humphrey? I'm feeling hungry. I, I know that uh, know that Mr. John Hump, Hump, Humpings uh did great in his uh, was it the free for all? I'm uh, I'm very excited to do my own free for all and show what show what a real true good performance is, real true MVP performance is. Okay. Uh, right. Right. Be, yeah. Well, thank Barbaran, you. I gotta ask you, you. You seem to be kind of quarantined in some sort of JD Salinger writer's cave. Uh, are those boxes behind you some sort of representation of the wealth of knowledge and ability you have? This is the cavern of broken dreams. And in these boxes, I hold the dreams and wishes of my fallen competitors. I've got a box to my right, ready for John. All right, well, thank you, Barbarian. We're gonna put you in the uh, waiting room there as we wait for your opponent. And his opponent, representing the Quirky Mercs, with a record of one win. No defeats in the inner geekdom division. He is the Mad Hatter, John Humphrey. John. That was the best chair gag I could come up with based on what he did. It was good, but you didn't change your surroundings as the Barbarian did. You are still in the guitar center that you were in the last time we had uh, this meeting. And look, man, you're, uh, you surprised a lot of people, myself included. You did really really well in that match it looks solid against janine barbarian has been turning some heads here any thoughts concerns as we get into this match barbarian's a great player uh mostly i am just glad to now know that he's not the Warfather because that's a little bit of a load off i feel like i can take you know the, the the shoulder guy a little bit better than that but mostly i'm just happy he set aside a box at the right hand you know because usually that's kind of a sign of respect so even if he's ending up loading my disheveled bones into it by the end of this match uh you know i got a pretty nice place to stay and it looks like a pretty uh, sweet room there so uh i'm ready but if i lose you know at least we can hang out knees loose christian you know if that's the guitar center in the valley then former guns and roses drummer steven adler is the house drummer there uh but john my question is more about the study tactics because obviously you put some prep into this with your own knowledge do you watch any of the barbarians matches do you do any sort of study on your opponent pre-match oh yeah i mean that's uh, the vast majority of my studying has been just reviewing past matches going over getting my brain in that cycle and yeah definitely watching uh the uh what was that the singles league and then the uh match um against Flavic yeah, in the inner geekdom i watched both of those just to get prepped and get my mind just ready for the clash of personalities but uh there's been a lot going on in the world lately so um you know my my study this time around has been pretty scattershot Understood. we'll see how it goes well thank you we're glad to have you here we're going to bring back the barbarian and actually just if i I may reset for just a moment here, gentlemen. Let's see. Where is Mr. Humphrey? All right. Barbarian. John. All right. Here we go. So, Mark, our competitors have entered. Please, the rules for round number one. Quite fetching backgrounds and nice 80s metal hair to boot on both of them. In round number one, you're going to have 10 questions from 10 different corners of inner geekdom goodness. Each question is worth one point. There's no penalty for missing a question, and there is no stealing, at least in round number one. Now, as soon as we ask the question, you have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer on whatever tablet you provided for yourself with whatever utensil you prefer to utilize. Once we ask you by name to reveal your answer, please show what you wrote to your camera at the same time you verbalize your answer into 
the microphone. It, it can be a, a children's menu at Denny's Barbarian. That is just fine. I'll remind each competitor of your three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. If you're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself another 15 seconds to get it from the back of your mind to the front of your mind, use a JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be issued by your manager, although you may initiate it at any point throughout the three-round contest. Christian, uh, they seem loose. They seem less nervous than their managers, so I think we're about ready to go. We are ready to go. We'll start with John Humphrey. Are you ready? Very nervous, but yes, I'm ready. And the Barbarian, are you ready? We are go. Then let's get ready to schmodown. All right, gentlemen. Round number one. Question number one. The first one is from the MCU. Who plays the villainous Malekith in Thor, the Dark World? All right, Christian. Where do you got that one ranked in your all-time favorite MCU movies? Pretty low. I liked it when I first saw it, but uh, after a revisit, it's, it's not great. Some good action in there. Five. Yeah. Four. Three, two, one. Pens down, please. We start with John. That would be my favorite Dr. Christopher Eccleston. Yes. And Barbarian? Starting with the long names already. Christopher Eccleston. We have a 1-1 game as we get to our next question mark. All right. Your next category, gentlemen, is in the galaxy. Far, far away. It is Star Wars. And your question, in what Star Wars film will you find the line, strike me down in anger and I'll always be with you, just like your father. Uh, we just need the, the subtitle. We don't need the episode or you don't have to write Star Wars. Had a teacher in a high school named uh, Mrs. Eccleston, Christian. Oh, all right. Back to you. Five, four, three. Do a repeat. Two. Well, our first repeat for the Barbarian. Go ahead. All right. This is in the category of Star Wars. In what Star Wars film will you find the line, strike me down in anger and I'll always be with you? Just like your father. Barbarian has used one JTE. Hey, you, you do what you can in round number one to try to maintain that perfection as long as possible. And five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, Barbarian. Hands up. Pens down, hands up. And Barbarian? I'm with the New Hope. That is incorrect. John? I'm going with Return of the Jedi. Also incorrect. Yes. For the last Jedi. The very last one. The last Jedi. Right, so they I both, was almost there. They both missed that one. Here's your next question. Middle Earth. In how many films of the Middle Earth series does Kate Blanchett appear as the elf Galadriel? 20 seconds. Really tough to miss your second question out of the gate, but I think it's a lot easier when both competitors miss it. I'm give him 20 seconds for this one, Mark. Oh, good. More time for us to vamp. Your no, turn. I'd like them to be able to think. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. And John? I'm going to go with three. It's incorrect. Barbarian? I'm going to go with six. That is correct. <sighs> Barbarian takes his first lead here. Two, one. As we get to our next question. All right, next question is in the world of DC movies. Not DCEU, DC movies. And your question, in Superman 3, what event does Clark Kent return to Smallville to attend? The classic Superman When was the last time you caught this one, Christian? It's been a bit. I remember being excited about it when I was a kid and then realizing that I shouldn't have been excited about it when I was a kid. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, Barbarian. It was his high school reunion. It was indeed. John? It's not getting the key to the city, that's for sure. That is correct. <laughs> the Barbarian goes up by two here. Three to one. Three to one as the Barbarian takes a two-point lead over John. Yes, this is next, my plan. Next question. Marvel films. Marvel films. What 2003 Marvel film had this tagline? When the streets have gone to hell, have faith in the devil. Ooh, I like that. It's a good one. Yeah, I might steal that. Humphrey having a beer, although it is his birthday, so well, happy birthday to John. Not one this year that isn't. Five, saying happy four, three, two, one. Pens down and John. Hellboy? No, and no. Barbarian. <laughs> Daredevil. That is correct. Damn. Barbarian going up by three here as we get four to one. Four to one. Here's our next question mark. All right, see if Humphrey can get back on track with this one. It's in the wizarding world. 
and your question. Who plays Nomad Jacob Kowalski in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? A movie your I favorite, cannot name. Your favorite one, right? Out of all no, them? no. The, the other one is the one that I hate the most. And five, four, three, two, one. Repeat, repeat, repeat. All right, you got to repeat, Mark. Second one. Got that in in time. Uh, this is in the Wizarding World. Who plays Nomadge Jacob Kowalski in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? All right, looks like he used. So we still have to uh, do the countdown. Make sure that they get the correct 15 seconds, Mark. Oh, yeah. And then five. Four, three, two, one. Barbarian. Dan Fogler. Yes. And John. Oh, that's funny. I had Dan Fogler, too. That is correct. Five to two. Barbarian, though, has used two JTE rules thus far as we get to our seventh question. I'm winning in that sense. You are. Star Trek. In what year was Star Trek... Into Darkness released. Back to the movie release dates. Yep. Look at the barbarian. Likes that answer. <laughs> and five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. And John. 2014? Incorrect. Barbarian. Yeah. 2013. That is correct. Barbarian extending his lead here to six. Close. Two. Six to two as we get to our next question mark. Four point advantage for the Barbarian as we head into question number eight. This is in the category of DCEU. And your question therein. You'll find the villain Roman Cyanus, also known as Black Mask, in what DCEU film? Sure. Give the competitors time to think is what Christian Harloff said. Right there. I need time to think. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. Pens down. And we start with Barbarian. Um, I'm assuming you'll just accept Birds of Prey because 15 seconds is not long enough to write Birds of Prey of the Fantabulous Emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Birds of Prey is Well done. Go ahead, John. I, I beg to differ. It's almost enough time <laughs> to write Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation yeah. of One Heart. Okay, Birds of Prey is all right, even though Bibiani is yelling, no, 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 it's 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 fine. Birds of Prey is fine. Hey, we told the kids it'd be an entertaining match. Yes. So, all right, here we go for the next question here. This is question number nine. Heroes and villains is your category, gentlemen. What Marvel character can be heard saying... This is not vengeance. Revengeance. Sorry. Which Marvel character can be heard saying, this is not vengeance. Revenge is not a valid motive. It's an emotional response. A lot of good lines for us to borrow in our daily lives. Yeah. Round number one. Yeah, I agree. Here's the countdown here, Mark. It's going to start. Five. Five. Four. Four. Three. Three. Two. Two. Three. One. Pens down, please. And John. Tony Stark. Incorrect. And Barbarian? I went with Electra. Also incorrect. Looking for the Punisher. Punisher. All right. The Punisher. All right. So we see ourselves with the same score of seven to three with uh, the now, sorry, the final question in this round. That's right. And it comes in the world of mixed bag. What is in there? Who the hell knows? Let's all find out together. Could be anything. And the question I found, what 1994 comic film features the tagline who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men i like that one i mean that might be the best one that we've gotten in round one and we gotten a lot of good quotes that's right i'm excited i know you are david the alien five four three two one pens down please and barbarian the shadow yes sir john humphrey the shadow knows we do know that it is eight to four as we get to round number two. Round number two, we see the Barbarian with a eight to four lead here thus far. All right, so we are going to get into the rules of round number two. Mark, go ahead. That's right. Is Coy Jandrew doing his best shadow impression right now? I'm sure he'll show up in the meantime. Here is 
your rules for round number two. It's the wheel round. It's an electronic wheel complete with sound effects and everything, and it is deadly accurate. Now, once you settle on a category after spinning it, you're going to hear five questions in that world. Each question is worth two points. There is no penalty for missing a question, but stealing is available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. And a note to uh, Christian and everybody watching is that, yes, the Barbarian does have an eight to four lead. However, he's down to one JTE rule remaining. Now it is his decision if he wants to spin first or second. So right now he's going to have a consultation with his unshirted manager. All right. You have 60 seconds to discuss, gentlemen. Starting now. Great round, Craig. And like Mark said, like Mark said, one JTE rule left. So be aware of that. Um, I think you like spinning first. Is that the case here? Oh, I love to spin. Oh yeah, he does. How you feeling? You want to go? You want to let him play catch up here, or what? Oh yeah, let's let's do what we do best. Let's do it. All right. So they're going to choose to spin first. Thank you. I keep Gucci in there as the wheel is up, and here's the first spin. Let's go. Oh, wheel. Elvis with the spin oh, today. Let's go wheel. Let's go. Round and round it goes. Let's see what Elvis came up with. Wizarding World, it looks like. You gonna stick mm. with Wizarding World or spin spin on here? Sixty seconds to discuss Gucci starting now. How fresh you are! I know you've been watching this. Yeah, I, I, you know what? That port key question really got to me, so I want to show people that I do know my Wizarding World. Let's take this. Let's go it. Yep. All right. So I like it. It's, it's fresh in his mind. I like All right. It. Well, thank you. We're gonna drop you out there, uh, Gooch, and bring back uh, John Humphrey. All right. Here we go, guys. So we're going to get um, five questions here in the realm of the wizarding world. Here's your first one. In Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, what type of creature does Professor Lockhart unleash on his defense against the dark arts class before running and hiding in his office? Elvis believes they are Cornish pixies. That is correct for two points. All right. In Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, what is the name of the rhino-like beast that chases Jacob across the ice at the zoo? Do multiple choice, please. Is it A, a Niffler, B, a Urimpent, a C, Bowtruckle, or D, Mertlap? I'm going to go with B as in boy. B is correct. You're pence for one point. And just a reminder to uh, both competitors, let's see both those hands for the duration of round number two. Thank yes, you. please. Yes, please. <laughs> Question three. In Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, what is the name of the object that reflects the deepest desires of those who look at it? Hmm. Do multiple choice. Is it A, the mirror, the mirror of Ebel? B, the mirror of Euphazed? C, the mirror of Irsit? Or D, the mirror of Irithzed? Could you repeat the options, please? First one. Yeah, that one, that's for free. A, mirror of Evil. E-V-O-L. Mirror of Euphazed. U-V-I-S-E-D. Mirror of Irithzed. I-R-I-S-I-T, or Mirror of Irised, E-R-I-S-E-D. It's the Mirror of Irised. It's correct for one point. One more point there for the Barbarian. As we get to our next question, question four. In Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Draco is trying to get a pair of vanishing cabinets to work together. One is at Hogwarts. Where is the other? I'm worried I'm going to get the name wrong if I say it. So multiple choice. Multiple choice. A. Malfoy Manor. B. Hogsmeade. C. Borgen and Burks. Or D. Flourish and Blots. Borgen and Burks. That's correct for one more point. All right. Your final question. Final question. Here it is. In Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, 
Artie Crouch Jr. uses Polyjuice Potion to take on the appearance of who? Mad Eye Moody. Mad Eye Moody is correct. All right, two points. Two points. So Barbarian had to go to multiple choice a few different times there, um, but he still sees himself with a nine point lead over uh, Mr. John, um, excuse me, uh, 11 point lead over Mr. John Humphrey. All right, so now we're going to drop the Barbarian out here too. We're going to bring in Koi. Koi, you have 60 seconds to speak to your competitor starting now. All right, so we are in a position of we have all the jtes we've got time to pace ourselves. we also have time to make a very solid decision on this wheel uh he had to use multiple choice a number of times so that lead was diminished if you do well here we're in the ball game last time you played round two was your sweet spot you did incredibly well you missed nothing i was so impossibly proud and i'm still proud today because i i got less than you did in that first round so uh frankly i think go into this confident go into this taking your time Think it through. Don't rush. Worst case scenario, use JTE. Try to get the two pointers. If that doesn't work out, go for the oneer. Lean into the two. That'll catch us up. But overall, how you feeling? Feel all right. You know, I'm 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 in my zone where like it's a rodeo. It could go either way, and I feel like I can make a little bit of magic happen. So let's do it. Just roll the dice, man. Let's just play. All right, thank you, gentlemen. Here is the wheel. As it is now, John Humphrey, his opportunity, and here's the first spin. That's long-haired boys really know Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry <laughs> Potter. It is mighty and it is flowing today. Ooh, Ooh. very lucky to get away from that opponent's trick. There's Marvel. Hmm. So this is going to be everything, including non-MCU and the Marvel films before it. So you got to think about like broad strokes. Do you feel confident in the overall Marvel universe? I feel th- there are categories I feel more confident in for certain, although in the in the overall of the Marvel Universe, I feel decent, I would say. So is it going to be a matter of do we want to go with a some certainty or do we want to risk maybe getting a lesser certainty? Like, I, I truly your gut. I, I Whatever you do, I'm backing you up. Oh, boy. <laughs> Bill Murray's with you. I switched out the pillows. I got the power of comedy to beseech you. Where are we at? 30 seconds remaining. I feel like for real reject cred, I ought to go with Marvel at the same time. You know, I, I, there are a couple categories that, like I got my, my fingers crossed on, but I don't know how my luck's doing, you know. Maybe. In, my, in my opinion, what your instinct was was to spin again. You just said, hey, I'm looking at this category. So if that's your instinct, man, go with your gut and then trust yourself. Well, let's try it again. And what happens, happens. Let's spin again. All right. They're going to spin again. Here's the final decision here as the spin is in. Good Very interesting insight, Christian. Yeah, it was a good conversation between the two of them. And, good show. <laughs> oh, you got no. Uh, you, you got another spin. Okay, yeah, spin another again. spin. That's not what I was looking. At. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harry Potter is already off the board, obviously. So yep. here we go with it. It is Middle Earth. Middle Earth. Let's do Middle it. Earth. All right. All right. No choice but to do it. <laughs> here we are. We don't know how he is on this one. We don't know yet, but we're going to bring back the uh, Barbarian here. Where is the Barbarian? He is right here. There is John Humphrey. All right, John, you're going to get um, five questions in the realm of Middle Earth. Mark, let's do it. Let's do it in Middle Earth. Your first question, Mad Hatter John Humphrey for two points. Who plays Eomer in the Lord of the Rings trilogy? It's Eomer. Eomer. Aomer is Carl Urban. Thank you, and yes. Good. His, you get his name is very similar. <laughs> Thank you. All right, All next right, question. See if, see if I'll do better. Uh, your next question. Who says to Thorin, where does your journey end? A quest yeah. to reclaim a homeland and slay a dragon. This is from a hobbit. Repeat the question, please. I can do that. Who says to Thorin, where does your journey end? A quest to reclaim a homeland and slay a dragon. Let's do multiple choice just to be safe. <laughs> All right. Is it A, Gandalf, B, Thranduil, C, Smaug, or D, Keely? B. You said B is in boy? B is in boy. Is that it? is correct for a point. All right, one more point there. Question number three. In the world of Lord of the Rings, who relays the message to Aomir 
that he's been banished from the kingdom of Rohan in the Two Towers. I'm gonna take a swing. Is it Grimma Wormtongue? I'm so happy when they get it right when I mess up the pronunciation. So yeah. yes, two points for John Humphrey. Hooray. <laughs> All right, question number four. Question number four, this comes from the Hobbit trilogy. Who plays the dwarf Keeley in the Hobbit trilogy? <laughs> well, multiple choice, that one. All right, is it A, Aiden Turner, B, Ken Stott, C, Jed Brophy, or D, William Kircher? Aiden Turner? It is Aiden Turner for a point. Good old Keeley, man. All right, here's question number five. Keeley sounds like a swell guy. Your next question, and your last question, John. This is from Lord of the Rings in Return of the King. Who says, I will not say, do not weep, for not all tears are in evil. Five, four, multiple choice. Multiple choice? Is it A, Arwen, B, Legolas, C, Gandalf, or D, Galadriel? <laughs> I'm going to go with my gut instinct, though it may be wrong. Arwen? That is incorrect. So for a one-point steal, Barbarian, I'm going to give you your four multiple choice options once again. Is it A, Arwen, B, Legolas, C, Gandalf, or D, Galadriel? I'm going to go with Galadriel. We're looking for that wizard guy, the one that gets really high and goes to the Shire. Gandalf is the Dang. correct answer. All right. You're both wrong. I'll take it. The end of that round sees us only with a five-point lead here by the Barbarian. Five points. John Humphrey fought back there as we now get into round number three, Mark. How do the rules go for round number three? Game effort by both gentlemen going to multiple choice using every option at their ready. Now we go to round number three where there is no multiple choice. There is no stealing. It's just a question of you and what's between your ears. In round number three, we're going to need three numbers from each competitor. These numbers can range from one to 15. You may not select the same number as your opponent. Why is that? Well, because each number corresponds to a different corner of inner geekdom goodness. Your first question is going to be worth two points. Your next one is worth three points, and should we make it that far, your final question is worth five big points that could determine the match. So the way we get the numbers is we ask whoever has the better scoreboard currently, and that would be Barbarian. You have a five-point lead. So from one to 15, which numbers feel lucky to you and the king? So <laughs> I like 23 for the number of films in the MCU, so I'll go two and three. And then I'll go with uh, my current score, which is 15. Two, Great three, numbers. Two, Great three, numbers. 15 for the Barbarian and for John Humphrey. 6, 12, and 9. 6. Use that birthday. 6, 12, and 9. Multiples four. of 3. Right. So same thing here, guys. Uh, we'll start Craig. with um, Gucci. You have 60 seconds to talk to your competitor starting now. You know what to do, Craig. You know what to do. Let's knock this out. Let's finish it. All right, so there you go. Thank you. Seven seconds. Well done. Uh, Coy. I'm going to use my time here and tell you, you caught up valiantly. You did great in that last round. I want you to feel that momentum, feel the confidence you just built up. All that inertia, all that energy. Just keep going into this next round. I like the use of birthday numbers. I like the use of multiples of three. I like using all that good juju. Uh, we are not at a at a deficit here. Now, we are seriously a, a mere questions away from this win. I, I see it happening for us, so just feel all the good graces we got in that second round. Know that you know this stuff. How you feeling? Nobody inspires me like you do, Coy. I, I this feel is our good Independence Day. Yes! You're Bill Pullman, man. If that movie was in the inner geekdom, I'd have got a point just then. This is when you came out of your mom, man. Independence Day. Yeah. Now, as long as what they have that he knows what to do isn't something other than answering trivia questions, I think we got this. All right. Will Smith. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Let's thank get you. It, Craig. Let's get it. Here we go. Okay. Round number three, we start with John Humphrey, who chose category number six for his first category. Six, you chose the DCEU. Here is your first question. Who plays Aquaman's father, Tom Curry, in Aquaman? 
God, I knew his name too. <laughs> Repeat the question, please. That is your second one. Mm-hmm. Who plays Aquaman's father, Tom Curry, in Aquaman? <laughs> the guy who Four. they made. Three. Boba Fett. <laughs> One, nothing. I don't have his name, no. Tamora Morrison. Yes. Django, Django Fett. Fett. There you go. Tamora Morrison. Okay, so. That's why you're beating me right now. John Humphrey. <laughs> He's also in barbed wire. He was. Hey. John Humphrey is looking for his three-pointer now to, to get himself a little closer and trying to avoid this TKO here. As we get to category 12. Category 12. All right. Star Wars is your category. Star Wars. Okay. So okay. Here we go. In The Last Jedi, who says, Hope is like the sun. If you only believe it when you see it, you'll never make it through the night. Luke. Looking for Leia Organa. Mm. All right. So we are now... To this five-pointer, if the Barbarian wins here, the Finstock Exchange will get a four-big-point lead. If John Humphrey hits it, then he ties the game and will have to force Craig to hit his two-pointer. Here we go. John, you chose category number nine. Category number nine is Back to the Future. Okay. Here it is. How many years was Marty's daughter sentenced to in prison for attempting to break out her brother before events are changed in part two? A hundred years. And your winner by way of technical knockout, the Barbarian! The Barbarian has done it. A TKO. Coy and John, I'm going to put you in the waiting room at the moment here as we talk to the winning competitor, the Barbarian. 20 years. 20 years. The answer is 20 years. John, 20 years. So, Bobby, four points. Huge. Huge four points here for the Barbarian. He does it again. You took him in the sixth round of the mm-hmm. draft, uh, and he is once again took – he has now done something that Ben Goddard has not, and he has won two matches in the Inner Geekdom. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about the Barbarian and what he's done here today? I mean, he's – the train keeps on rolling. Uh, the guy never ceases to amaze me. Um, fantastic game. John Humphrey played well, too. Um the barbarian, he just wants it. He just wants it more. I mean, and that's and that's he, he wants it more than anybody in the league, I think, at this point. And he deserves it. Uh, fantastic game. But once again, we know we got a ton of work to do because uh, I think up next is a couple of big dogs. And we know we're getting up into the upper echelon of this uh, tournament here. And uh, we're going to have to do better. And he knows that. But uh, we're going to relish this win here and, uh, you know, go home and uh, celebrate for sure. Yeah, Barbarian, you made an interesting decision uh, during the wheel round where you could also take a quote from the Punisher in round number one where he talks about revenge and vengeance. You felt like you had something to prove in the world of the Wizarding World. So as we move on to the next match that you'll have, do you feel like there's something else you need to showcase to fans or is it just now you can relax and just go show what you know? I mean... If anyone in the inner geekdom thinks that they can get by just showing what they know, they're about to get knocked off their pedestal. This is a division where you need to work hard day in and day out. You need to learn and you need to improve. Um, I improved in my Harry Potter for this match, but there are other areas that I I missed two first round questions. I'm not happy about that whatsoever. So I'm going to make sure that I, you know, keep improving and you know, whether my next opponent be Chance Ellison uh, or or if it's Robert Parker, I don't care. I'm going to be on top of my game 
Well, I was going to ask you, and if Barbarian mm-hmm. says that he doesn't care, um, look, you have a chance here to either play Corruption or The Dungeon, yep. um, to which, you know, you've had definitely had your barbs back and forth with Kaiser. You've had your oh, yeah. jab thrown at Shannon. Do you have a preference on who you'd rather play? I mean, look, we want to play the best, uh, whether that be Chance Ellison or Parker. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're ready we're, and we're be, we've been ready. So, I mean, if I had my choice, I would like to play Parker, I think, to knock him off that pedestal. And then a really bury the dungeon is something I want to do. Um, corruption as well. I know, I mean, looking at it going forward in every faction and every team that's in this, um, corruption has a really good chance to put up a lot of points, especially in these two tournaments. So... I'd like to, I'd like to play corruption as well. I mean, just to get him out of there and uh, you know show him who's boss. But once again, we don't have a preference. Whoever comes our way, we're going to take out anyway. So, all right. Well, look, it was a phenomenal match. Well done there by the barbarian. Two victories here in the tournament so far. Now he awaits the winner of Chance Ellison and Robert the Spider Parker. We're going to find out when that happens right around the corner. And of course you got Brandon Hanna going up against Alex Damon. Those are the matches coming around the pike. But thank you guys. Really appreciate it. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. So we're going to put them out there too. And Mark, as we now bring in both the manager of the, uh, he looks like that Australian kid at the party all those years ago. And now here is John Humphrey, John, it was a tough one. It was. Uh, it seemed you seemed to have some, um, you know, moments in there that it was a couple slips. You knew it, like the tomorrow Morrison one. You had it. You just couldn't place his name. Um, you know, there were a couple other times. I think that maybe the wheel round. Do you think you should have stuck with Marvel, or do you do you uh, do you like the fact that you that you spun again? Uh, I mean, honestly, I like the fact that I spun again because I wanted Middle Earth and I wanted to see what the deeper cut questions in that category would be like. And even though I'm not super psyched about going to multiple choice and especially missing that last one. But I don't know. I, I was pretty happy just to get the experience in there and to know what I knew and to confirm, you know, at least a couple uh, things I thought I knew. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I if the Marvel questions, it's, it could have gone a, a totally different way. And I don't really... I can't really put much on like I think I would have done better because you know, at, at random I think this was the right choice. Coy, John, you might say that if this was a novel, that my comment about good luck charms was foreshadowing. And Coy, I noticed that you did change the Tony Stark pillow to a Bill Murray pillow. What went into that decision to try to send more good vibes towards Mister Humphrey? So first, I got to tip my shades to Gucci because now that's two for two of Lost to the Man. So I just wanted to acknowledge that he did a, he did a valiant job. Now, the good luck charm itself was I felt that John might identify with the comedic stylings of Mr. Bill Murray more than necessarily the inner geekdom styling. So I was hoping the comedic juju might translate, calm his nerves, give him a little flavor. Plus, just mixing up the scenery. Round one didn't feel like his round. Round two did feel like his round. So clearly, Bill Murray did something for us. <laughs> Well, I mean, look, both you guys, Coy and uh, John, it's been it's been a run. You guys have had um, it's a I think it's still a very successful season there for you, John. You've had a team victory. You had an inner geekdom victory. It, obviously, you know, the teams, it's something that you've wanted to do. You've competed in um, three divisions. You've competed in singles teams and now inner geekdom is inner geekdom somewhere that you'd want to stay or, or is this a one shot deal? What do you think? No, I like the inner geekdom, actually. I mean, to, to me, as much as I, I do love the breadth of all cinema, at least from a studying standpoint, I mean, at least the inner geekdom narrows it down. Yeah. So, uh, and yeah, uh, the, the game just uh, getting kind of to focus on a couple specific worlds is uh, pretty fun to me. So, yeah, I would definitely love to, uh, you know, play again in this division at some point. Well, we'd love to have you back, Coy. John, sorry for the loss here today, but nonetheless, great to always have you guys in, and we'll see what the uh, what the rest of the season brings for the Quirky Mercs. Appreciate I'm proud it. of my guy, and uh, I loved spending an hour with him on his birthday, so this was all I wanted out of this. I'm proud of him. We did, we did what we did, and I'm, I'm great, John. Great That's stuff. all I wanted. That's I all I wanted was to see your face and, and your faces, too, you guys. You guys are beautiful, too. Yes, you, too. So poor Nerd Chronic has to beep Koi once again. All right, see you guys. All right, bye. All right, Mark. The always great to see the Mad Hatter, John Humphrey, uh, put it out, put his heart. He always puts his heart out. You can always, you know, anytime you have him that he's going to give it his all. He just couldn't pull those names. But the barbarian is the story, right? The barbarian is the the guy who keeps on coming and keeps on getting better. The only thing that I would say, though, is I still don't know if he's ready 
for someone like a Robert Parker or if he's ready for someone like even Chance Ellison. We're going to find out. We're going to see if those two guys play. Now, Barbarian might hit the books. Barbarian might be training even harder, and we might see another side of the Barbarian. But I don't know. These two guys in Robert Parker and Chance Ellison, to me, I think that these are the two guys, whoever wins this match is getting to the finals. But it, but I, I can't put anything past the Barbarian. I just don't know if he's ready just yet for one of those guys. As much chagrin as it brings me to compliment you, Christian, uh, that's a great analysis because in the same way that you and I have talked about losing, but maybe a moral victory, I think the same can be in the reverse where, yes, the Barbarian got the win today, but he is treating this like a loss. He's not happy about the way he played. And so it's nice that Elvis only takes up one shoulder because on the other one, there's going to be a giant chip next time he plays. And as far as John Humphrey goes, you're right. If you're paying money to see somebody live, you want to go get a ticket to see one of the Schmodown greats. He's got to be near the top of the list. And I think to honor the Mad Hatter, you're going to take us out with your Mad Hatter impression. Let's hear it. Well, I don't want to do that, but listen, what I will tell you is look at the standings. The standings are pretty exciting at the moment. Those four points gives the Finstock Exchange four more massive points for the rest of the league to catch them up. They just keep doing it. Every time there's an opportunity that someone gets closer and closer and closer, they grab the points back. They just keep doing it. I believe they've only lost twice when it comes to inside of their faction. I could be off on the stats there. Frank will correct me afterwards. Either way, they haven't lost too many times this year. And the Barbarian, one of those reasons. He's now won three times for them as we get to our next uh, we get to our next match for him. Now, look, this is what we have coming up now. We just saw Craig versus John Humphrey. So now Brandon Hanna will face Alex Damon. Chance Ellison will face Robert Parker. Those are the next upcoming matches here. So we're excited for him. I can't wait to see him. There's the bracket and there are the standings. Mark, this was something. And, you know, Barbarian proving he's he's here to play. It keeps on chugling, and as you just take a step back, Christian, and you say, well, what's the Schmodown going to do in this this new pandemic-laden world that we found ourselves in? And I think that, to use one of my own favorite terms, we're chugling along just fine, and the matches just keep getting better and better. You know how I feel about condiment, and so going forward, I think that Barbarian's going to have a little bit of hot sauce to his game. And for uh, John Humphrey, the Mad Hatter, I simply say, mustard. Don't let's be silly. For Mark Ellis, we're me, you're you. See you next time.